0: Hi, and welcome to the Mama Needs Podcast. I'm Jen Collins, Chief Self-Care Officer of the Mama Needs Subscription Box and the host of this podcast. I'm on a mission to help mamas understand the need for self-care and give them the tools and inspiration to prioritize it through our boxes and the podcast that you're listening to. Sometimes I chat with another mama about the things that mama needs self-care sleep time coffee and so much more I wish we could sit at the table and have let's be honest cold coffee together But this will have to do for now. I want to meet you right where you are So listen in while you're washing dishes or folding laundry or exercising I'll be here cheering you on and helping you remember that you matter mama The Mama Needs Podcast is sponsored by our monthly subscription box called Mama Needs Box. Every month, we thoughtfully curate beautiful boxes filled with four to six items to help you practice self-care. Each month is also a new theme. Some past themes have been mama needs coffee, mama needs a meal plan, mama needs a vacay, and so much more. This isn't just another subscription box filled with stuff you won't use. So many of our mamas love getting them each month because they're filled with things they wouldn't normally buy for themselves and also filled with easy ways to fit in self-care. So go check out all the info at mamaneedsbox.com and use the code PODCAST at checkout for free shipping on your very first box. Again, that's mamaneedsbox, M-A-M-A, needsbox.com and use the code PODCAST at checkout for free shipping. Now enjoy today's episode. You guys, I am super excited to introduce you to my friend and business coach, Julie Ball. She is the founder and chief sparkler of Sparkle Hustle Grow, a subscription box for female entrepreneurs, and she's created an online course called Subscription Box Bootcamp. Back in 2018, when it first launched, I actually took her course and met her through that to launch my own subscription box. You're going to hear us talk about that. Julie is married to her husband, Kenny, and mama to McKenna, and they live not far from me in Black Mountain, North Carolina. I love how real and just down to earth Julie is, and she shared so many helpful things in our episode together. Enjoy my conversation with Julie. Hey, Julie, welcome to the Mama Needs Podcast. How are you? I'm
1: good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be chatting with you today.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to chat with you, too. I'm so excited for everybody to get to know you. I, you know, started with an intro and kind of gave a little bit of an overview of how we met and who you are, but Mm -hmm. I would love for you to just, in your own words, tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, where you guys live,
1: and what you do. Sure. So I am married to Kenny. We will be celebrating our 11th wedding anniversary this July, and we have a little girl. She's eight and a half, and her name is McKenna. She's in the third grade, and um, we live in Western North Carolina, not far from you, actually, um, in a small town called Black Mountain. It's it's a suburb of Asheville, and I really love living here because it's got that small town feel. I can literally be anywhere in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely a bonus with the busy life of a mom and an entrepreneur. Um, but I'm originally from the Pittsburgh area. And I moved down south. I lived in Charlotte for about 14 years right out of college because it was clean and young and modern and warm, all the things that Pittsburgh wasn't <laughs> right. at that time. Now, I know they've done a lot of renovations and they look it looks great up there now. But I just, um, you know, was drawn to the, um, the beautiful weather down here. And, and now that we live in the mountains, um, we just love it even more because it's so seasonal. Unfortunately, today it's raining, but, you know, yeah. take the good with the bad. <laughs>
0: Yes, that's true. And I have not been to Black Mountain yet. I need to get over there and see what it's all about because I hear really great things about it and how cute it is. And it is. It's yeah.
1: charming. And there's a lot of small business here, which makes my heart happy. Um, what I didn't mention, and you probably said it in the intro, is that I work from home. I'm an entrepreneur. I run Sparkle Hustle Grow, which is a monthly subscription box for female entrepreneurs. And then I do coaching as well. And to take it another level, um, my husband and daughter run their own subscription box, and that one's called Together Unplugged, and it's geared to families of young children to help them unplug and play together. So we kind of are the subscription box family.
0: You are. <laughs> it's so <laughs> cool. It's been so fun to watch. Um, you know, I met you, gosh, almost a year and a half Mm -hmm. ago-ish, you know, over the internet. And then we met in real life, which was wonderful. Um, But I loved, you know, the fact that you you created this course that was you know, immensely helpful to me um, in starting my business. And during the course, um, we were kind of following along with your hubby, creating his own box. And it's been so fun to watch that develop and your daughter kind of help help you guys too. And it's so fun because my kids help me. You know, we have like a a little assembly line in my dining yeah. room.
1: <laughs> they help. We're pack. actually moving into that shipping week right now here for Together Unplugged. So it's all hands on deck. There's Same. literally boxes and products and crinkle cut all over the house, like <laughs> ready, to, ready to pack.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you still pack? You pack Together Unplugged in your house? We do. Yes. Yeah. And you have so, Sparkle Hustle Grow at a
1: warehouse. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. It's all about you know, volume, when you get to a certain level, you're going to have to get out of your own way and hire some help. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs>
0: Not yes. having it in my house. <laughs> <laughs> soon, Although this soon. is a really sweet time. It's like, it's really, you know, precious. Like it's, I'll always remember, I'm sure you, you will. Too. You talk about how you found crinkle cut in the laundry room and the dryer. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was
1: everywhere. Yeah,
0: Yes. Well, okay. Tell us a little bit about the boxes. So tell us um, about Sparkle Hustle Grow and then tell us more about Together Unplugged and what that all means.
1: Sure. So with Sparkle Hustle Grow, it's all about empowering female business owners with the tools and the resources and the training that they need to grow their business, but to to present it in a way that's fun and supportive. And so every month we send four to six items, and that's going to include like office supplies, cute stationery, tech gadgets, but also training and business books. And so I think that's what makes us different. Um, You know, you have to kind of find your niche, find like what you really want to be known for. And so that's what it is with Sparkle Hustle Grow. And with Together Unplugged, my husband was a middle school teacher um, for, gosh, I can't remember, probably, I think he was a middle school teacher for about 13, 14 years. And he saw some trends that were kind of um, opening his eyes to what was going on with devices. And then when you come back home and you see some of those trends happening in your own life with us gravitating towards screens or not spending. quality time around the dinner table anymore and so he decided that he wanted to um, create a product that would provide the resources so it's almost like to remove the excuses because we could say oh but we don't have this puzzle or we don't have this game or we don't have this I don't know how to talk to my kids anymore so he provides um, a box full of the puzzles and games conversation starters so it's not just how was your school day today good right. you know what I mean? like <laughs> or I don't gives, remember <laughs> yeah and he gives them something to actually talk about and jokes and riddles and would you rathers and we use those around the table all the time and it's become um, really fun for us to go through those but then there's other um, like team building activities and steam crafts so he provides tons of resources for families to like I said unplug and play together and try to regain that quality time
0: I love the mission of that box. It's beautiful. Right? Yes, it's so so cool. And of course, I'm a subscriber of Sparkle Hustle Grow and I love getting my hot pink bo- hot pink box every month. Thank you. And uh my daughter also loves getting the hot pink box every month because she steals most of the little office supplies.
1: <laughs> I hear that so often. It's like a lot of times um they don't you don't want to open the box around your kids. Right? I would say probably Sixty to seventy percent of my subscribers are moms, so mm-hmm. I love that because it's such a unique and challenging um, job. It's like the hardest job you'll ever love. Yeah, exactly. You know, is trying to to be a great parent and um, run either a full time or a side hustle, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I don't think I could ever say it's balanced. There's always no. going to be seasons where one thing takes up more time than another, or one thing's more challenging than another. But you can always kind of work towards that balance is the way I put it.
0: Yes. Yes. I mean, I think balance is a myth. Um, yeah. you know, just in my 11 years of motherhood, I, I've t- totally found that and just have surrendered to it because mm-hmm. you just can't be all things, all people, you can't please everybody. And um, I've just had to let that go. And it's been so freeing since I've done that. Yes, um, right. And it's There's funny. because
1: actually- Oh, go ahead. There's actually an Aesop's fable that at the end it the the um what do you call it at the end where they give you like what you're supposed to learn it was uh, please all and you'll please none. Mm, it's like, "Oh, yes, I'm going to think of that all the time."
0: So true. So and it's so hard for people who are people people pleasers like me. Yeah. Me <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say too, uh, I hear from most of my subscribers that their daughters steal the things from their boxes too. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's, that's for you mama. I was going to say that's so
1: sweet. But then at the same time, I'm like, no, that she, she needs that.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny. It's funny. I'm always like, just, you know, take a moment and like open it by yourself and have that, you know, special moment for yourself, but <laughs> lock
1: yourself in the bathroom and open it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's the only place. We can be alone, right? Sometimes. Right. Um, well, since we're kind of talking about motherhood, I would love for you to tell us about your motherhood story and your journey to becoming a mama and what that's been like for you and a little bit about your family.
1: Sure. So I wasn't the one that was growing up saying, oh, I want to have, you know, five, six babies. And it was, I was the corporate ladder climber. That was, I'm very type A. And so that's where I pr- kind of put my focus into, in my 20s and um, I think you know having children later in life now is a little bit I'm not not the trend but it, it seems to be pretty normalized at this point yeah um, so I had my daughter at 31 mm-hmm. and uh, at the time I was working in Charlotte North Carolina um, at a management job at CBS radio and when we found out that we were expecting I had this massive mindset shift that I was like I do not want to be here anymore. Like I don't want to be at this corporate career anymore. It's too high stress. I was commuting anywhere between 30 and 45 minutes a day, depending on traffic. And I was, um, I had a lot of morning sickness, but it was really all day sickness to be honest with you. And so I was driving this city commute with, you know, feeling sick all all the way into the office and I couldn't tell anybody yet that I was pregnant. And so during that time I had this very, like, as I mentioned, massive mindset shift where I was like, okay, I've got to figure out another way. And you know how sometimes in life, when you're ready to make a big decision, you need your out, like you need that big reason. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, I, I felt in my mind that I had my out to leave corporate America. It was because I was going to go and be a stay at home mom. And now in hindsight, I realized I don't need that out. I can make those decisions on my own. If I need to, to pivot in my life, I need to make that decision and just do it, whether or not, you know, some person might say something, another person might think something, it's fine. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yes, and absolutely. So,
1: um, so then I, after when I had her, I did my maternity leave and the day that I returned back to the office, um, I put in my notice and I cried and I cried and I <laughs> cried and I think Um, part of it was because I was losing my identity in one way. Um, having been a corporate ladder climber and an achiever for so long in that space, now I was going to go and stay at home and do something that was completely out of my comfort zone. I did not do a lot of babysitting growing up. I just didn't have a lot of experience with young children, um, especially infants. So it was completely out of my comfort zone and, um, So I did the stay-at-home mom thing, and I feel like I struggled quite a bit because I was learning so much on the fly. And I know all moms learn a lot on the fly, but um, one of my problems was that my community, the people that I had spent most of my time with, were still in corporate. They were still you know doing happy hour and they were still spending their days together just because they were in the office together and i felt very lonely mm. um so i know that i thrive in community and so i thought to myself like i need to really make an effort to be a part of community so you know i would go to a couple different events locally i'd try to um get myself out of the house <laughs> to be honest <laughs> with you sometimes you just have to like shower and get out of the house. It's true. Um, yeah, but then I started finding some communities online, um, you know, namely Facebook where there was, um, moms who were having the same discussions that I needed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, there were groups like boss moms group, which is, um, a supportive Facebook group for mom entrepreneurs where you talk both business and babies. And so, um, luckily for me, I was able to k- kind of insert myself and get, Involved in those communities and um, it really helped me when I was feeling lonely and I started my own business at home I knew we still needed to be a double-income family even though I was choosing to be a stay-at-home mom And so we took that leap when I when I started my business I didn't know if it was gonna last you know three days three months three years, but I knew I needed to do something too um, for myself, but also for the family so I started doing web design work. Um, I have a master's in internet marketing. So I figured, if, you know, all I need is an internet connection. And I can figure something out. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's where kind of the the side hustle started. Um, fast forward eight years, here I am, and now it's my full-time gig. But my daughter's also in elementary school. So right. I've got that time frame during the day to to do my work. But I guess in those first few years, too, um, on top of feeling lonely, I was trying to do too much. And I, I think that's something that I really learned in motherhood is to accept help. And I still struggle with that. Um, but unfortunately, I went through some adrenal fatigue because I was trying to be everything to everyone. And starting this business at the same time, um, I've, you know, in hindsight, you, you I always... I believe in that hindsight is twenty twenty. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's a, it's a cliche, um, but I believe it. I can see so much clearer now and things that I would change if I had a do over. So, but it just, you know, it took a few years. It took, um, some effort to get healthy again. Um, and I think one of my, the big things that helped me in the past year or so is I started using Talkspace. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that. It's have, a, yeah. a talk therapy app. And um, I wish I would have had that when McKenna was a baby because um, it helped me understand I was holding in a lot of my emotions and whether that was, you know, sadness or just being tired, you know, communicating that with the people, your community and the people that love you and support you um, can make such a difference. And so that's kind of, I guess I've jumped around a lot in, in that motherhood journey, but Um, yeah, there was, there's so many things I would do differently if I, if I did it over again.
0: Yeah. I love all the things that you said. You had so many good points and I think kind of the overarching theme is like there's so much grace in motherhood, and yeah. because we all mess up, we all it's don't messy. know it <laughs> is. We don't know what we're doing, and it's literally messy. Um, and it's funny because I was the same way. Like I, I wasn't always growing up saying, "Oh, all I want to do is be a mom." And I love, I don't, I admire and love women who have you know always dreamed of that oh, for sure. It just isn't my story either, and I didn't really babysit. I'm the youngest in my family. Um, and so my daughter was like a baptism by fire. Like I, told right? her, I tell her, like she's our little guinea pig um, for the other two kids that we had. So she, um, you know, she's kind of put up with a lot, but she doesn't know any different. And she was my very first diaper change of my entire life um my very first everything you know that's
1: so funny that you said that <laughs> I literally have a video of the nurse the day i like the day McKenna was born teaching us how to <laughs> put on a diaper and that's my awesome. husband recorded it because we're like okay we're pretty tired right now, and we're not all together with it. We may need to refer to this later, which is just silly. But at the, at the time, it felt like we need to learn this, and yeah. we might have to. Yeah. <laughs> I love that.
0: That nurse is probably like, bless your heart. Right. You know?
1: <laughs> taking
0: notes on how to train. And soon you become a pro. Like oh. it could become second nature. You become like this amazing diaper changer. Right. And, um, another thing <laughs> I never mastered the swaddling. Like I couldn't get it I tight know, enough. Yeah. And my husband was the master swaddler. That's so so funny. like, if as long as he was around like, on his resume, Exactly. He's really efficient with it. I don't know what it is, but he's really good at it.
1: I have so, a picture of us giving McKenna her first bath, uh, and one of us is holding the baby <laughs> with underneath the the spigot in the kitchen because we were just like washing her hair and stuff. And one yeah. of us has a book open that is how <laughs> like how to wa- how to give a baby a bath. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs>
1: See my and my first
0: very first bath I gave Sadie. Uh, my mom was standing there with. Us, we used to live in South Florida, and she was literally down the street. Mm-hmm. And so she was, I was like, Mom, you have to come over to help me. I don't know what I've never bathed a baby, you know. I'm afraid I'm gonna, yeah. I don't know what I was af- so afraid. She's so fragile, she was born so little, and uh, my mom was standing right next to me, talking me through the whole thing. <clears throat> Joel took a video the whole time, and I watched that not long ago, and I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I was so clueless, it's just so. Sweet and well, precious. It's okay. We're in it together. We are. We are. Well, I love especially that you said um, that community was a huge um, kind of aspect for you when you were kind of newly into motherhood, just because mm-hmm. you did need those people and you needed. You know, we need that commiseration of other moms. um, You know, feeling and making sure that we're not alone in the way that we feel. You know, we kind of like have all these feelings, and we think that we're crazy, or like I could never say this out loud because exactly that would make me a bad mom. But I guarantee you that every mom has thought the same thing. Yes,
1: actually. (coughs) <coughs> excuse me, um, McKenna and I have a game that we play. It's called things I never thought I'd say out loud. And anytime <laughs> I have to say something to her, um, that's just crazy. And, and all the moms know all the crazy things we have to tell our, our kids. Um, then we look at each other and we say out loud things we never thought would have to say out loud. And I, I wish I had that. I wish I had started that game, like when she was tiny, because mm-hmm. I would be saying that all the time, like, I can't believe I had to say that or I can't believe I just had to do that.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have so many of those moments like, you know – I, I, all those things that you never thought that you would say, like something stupid of like my son, my, when he was like one and a half or two years old, he was obsessed with getting into the pantry and finding a snack. Like he just, that was his thing. And so he would run into the kitchen, into the pantry, grab something and run back out and show it to me. And I'd be like, nobody can't have that. Or yes, you can have that. Uh-huh. One time he ran out with a little container of Crisco and I was like, Everett, go put the Crisco back in the pantry. Oh, my gosh. And I was, I thought immediately, like, I never thought that I would tell my kid to put the Crisco back into the pantry. Right. <laughs> or, you know, like, mopping up spit on the floor, mopping up all kinds of stuff, you know, all kinds oh, of Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, motherhood is funny like that. Yes. Um, well, let's get a little bit practical. So we love to talk about uh, motherhood hacks, mama hacks that we have that have kind of made our lives a little bit easier because I feel yes. like we just all kind of need someone to come alongside of us and say like, I have I do this too and this is how I found it to be easier. So what yes. is something that you've found that is kind of a hack that you do that works for your family?
1: Well, when you ask me that, I have a couple of things that I wanted to say, but the first one I'm just going to leave with is – lower your bar (laughs) because (laughs) I I realized early on I was trying to be a Pinterest mom. And I'm like, what Mm. am I doing? Like, this is stupid. I'm, and I'm sure that that really fills some women's buckets. Like when they can cut a PB and J into the heart shape or when they, you know, make sure that there's all of the food groups and the lunch and stuff. And I realized that, um, I don't have to be perfect. I, I don't have to be a perfect mom. And sometimes done is good enough Absolutely. when it comes to the things that we need to get done on a like day in and day out basis. There's just so many things in, you know, feeding them, but feeding ourselves and, you know, having all the schoolwork done. I'm lucky enough that my husband handles homework duty. Mm. Um, so I love that. But, that is nice. you know, if, And I try to show that with McKenna too, like whenever I make a mistake or if something's not perfect, I oftentimes try to point it out to her so she can see um, that I'm not perfect and that done is sometimes better than okay. I mean, that doesn't mean we don't try our best with things, but yeah, I think, um, I guess lowering the bar has really taken a lot of weight off of my shoulders in becoming, you know, a good mom. So Mm. that's that's the first what I wanted to say. Now that's not necessarily a hack, but um That's a really good point. Thank you. So one of the um I have two hacks that I want to tell you about. One is um they're both food related because we struggle. McKenna is super picky. Mm. And so getting vegetables in her has always been a challenge. So my the one mom hack about that is to, and you've probably done this before, but hide spinach and everything. Sure. <laughs> like, yes. like Smoothies. Um, just blend it up. We specifically um, use it in our popsicles. Like in the summertime, we make strawberry, like homemade strawberry popsicles. And so it's just strawberries, frozen strawberries, a little bit of apple juice, and a handful of spinach. And so that was getting a serving of vegetables in her. Now I'm I'm lucky that she eats spinach now on her own. That's kind of a a new thing in the last six months, right? Yeah. She only likes three vegetables, broccoli, spinach, and avocado.
0: Wow. And my kids hate all of those things.
1: Really? (laughs) But they love other vegetables. She's coming around to corn too now. So that's, that's good. But, um, she's clearly not eating the rainbow. (laughs) She, she, um, we have to hide things you know, hide vegetables and things when possible. Although spinach turns things green, she thinks it's kind of funny now because she knows that I'm hiding it in there. And as long as she can't taste it, she's good with it. So that's good. Another thing, um, another food hack that we came up with is um, renaming food so that she thinks it's different. And the best example I can give of that is I wanted her to try um, banana bread one time, but she doesn't like bananas. Hmm. And um, so we called it smushy bread, which is more fun. And she thought it was silly and so she tried it and we called it smushy bread for probably a good 2 years before I came clean and said hey you know that smushy bread you eat <laughs> it's got bananas in it <laughs> and Surprise. She was like what <laughs> so yeah that's that was my other hack is if you want if you want them to try something different rename it something that's more fun um that has nothing to do with what's actually in it
0: I love it. That is a really good hack for sure. Um, I, my kids love banana bread, which is funny because they don't like bananas either. Of course they ate it as infants, but you know how like she probably ate really well when she was an infant She did, and then somewhere around like two, three years old, all of a sudden they hate everything they've ever loved. Uh And you're like, what happened to my baby, my good eater, you know? Um, but I've had definitely had some really picky kids. Um, you know, on and off my first and my third, and then the middle one is the best eater still. So it's just interesting. But, um, and I love the first thing that you said. I wanted to come back to that about okay. like being a perfect Pinterest mom is I, I mean, I literally felt the same way. Like I had these moments, especially with my first one, because Um, everything was kind of new then. Mm -hmm. Pinterest was new. Everything was like Instagram. Everything was kind of newer. That was like 2008, 2009. And um, I would see all that stuff on Instagram or on Facebook and just feel like totally less than. And and I did, I like, I never felt like I measured up and all of a sudden it's the same. Like I felt like I needed to have these Pinterest perfect parties and I was wearing myself out. And then I realized like, they're not going to remember these parties and it doesn't bring me any joy to do them. Like I'm actually really stressed out, but I have these amazing friends who are so good at those parties and it doesn't stress them out to do that. And so, I'm like, yes, cheering you on. Yes. But I'm exactly. going to have the simple, like, bowling parties or <laughs> skating parties that I had when I was a kid. <laughs> I
1: love it. I agree. I've had to work really hard on comparison syndrome. And I think a yeah. lot of us do. Um, I've, as I've gotten more confident in being a mom, but also regaining an identity that I, I feel like I lost for those first few years. Yeah. Um, I'm able to look past a lot of that stuff and like you cheer them on, but not like carry the weight of anything from it, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: You do you. I'm going to just be who I am. I can't be you. So that's okay. Like that's okay. I I need to be who I am. But I'm so
1: up to your cool party.
0: Absolutely. And I will (laughs) just be in awe of of your wonder. And (laughs) I think it's awesome. Um, Well, so we talked about food, but like, what is, a tried and true recipe that you found that McKenna will always eat. That's always a knockout that just kind of works for you guys.
1: So one of our favorite recipes, um, is cabbage roll soup. So I've oh. got a little bit of Polish background and, um, so cabbage rolls is basically meat and rice in like a tomato based sauce rolled in, um, cabbage and then okay. you steam them and cook them. And they're so delicious. That but sounds really so good. So much work with with the cabbage and rolling them and everything. So um, I found a recipe that's got all the same ingredients, but you make it into like a. Um, it's almost more like a chili because it's kind of thick. Um, you could probably even put it in a in a pan and make it as a casserole. That's how thick it is. Mm-hmm. But the cabbage is in there, and so of course we got the vegetables, which is good. Um, it tastes like home to me, which is why I love it. And then it freezes well too. So I'll like double or triple the batch. And then I'll put it in um, small containers and freeze a bunch of it. And it's, it's definitely a good one that it's like a go-to that I know everyone in my family likes it. And it's, it's pretty easy to put together. And um, the other thing is it's easy to gift too because, you know, like if someone has a new baby or if someone's sick or if you just want to take someone a meal, um, so often it's the same things all the time. Mm-hmm. And so this is something just a little bit different.
0: Yeah, that is really good. And I love those simple recipes, especially when they have meaning behind them, like they're actually special to your family. We yes. have a lot of those too. And I just love anything with simple ingredients that mm-hmm. can be, you know, done quickly. And when anybody, when everybody eats, it's just like you like feel, <laughs> yes, you feel like you are knocking it out of the park. <laughs> like It's amazing what that does. It's just a really good feeling. So that's a I really agree. good one. I love it. Okay, so as you know, uh, I'm very passionate about self care for moms. And so on this podcast, that is a huge thing that we talk about is what does self care mean to you? And what are some ways that you practice self care?
1: Yeah, I definitely am with you on that. I think self care is super important. And ever since I transitioned into making it a priority, I've seen it make a big difference in my life. Um, and I'm actually able to now more than ever say, okay, you're approaching burnout. It's time. Like I I do self-care regularly, but then when there's seasons of busyness or stress, I'm able to identify that better in my body. Like, okay, you need to stop for a minute and go do this. So um, for me, that looks like um, a lot of it's just personal time. So I take a bath probably three times a week. Mm -hmm. And I use that a lot of times as my personal time. Um, I love putting Epsom salts and bubble bath and all that good stuff and maybe take a book or listen to something on my phone, like an audio book or music or catch up on The Bachelor, whatever it is. <laughs> it's my personal time, something that I get to fill my own bucket. Um, and now that I do that on a regular basis, um, my family expects it and they respect that time too. They, they know that I need that, that personal space. Um, I'm also... I love massage and chiropractic, and I use the massage that I get is not necessarily, you know, thinking of this beautiful spa and like all this. It's more like massage therapy body work um, because I struggle with some chronic pain. And so I know when high levels of stress are happening, then my body's going to hurt. So with regular massage and chiropractic care, I can kind of keep that in check, which allows me to show up better in other parts of my life.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good that you've become aware. That's like a major theme that we talk about is, is knowing what drains you and what fills you up mm-hmm. and then doing those things that are going to have the most efficiency and the most impact on your well-being and mm-hmm. like mentally, emotionally, physically. So it really sounds like you're in tune with what you need as a person um, to fill your cup yeah. and to just, and then to serve out of that abundance.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, we'll circle back to it's that talk space app that I talked about earlier. Um, so essentially that is like talk therapy, but you're using your phone instead of showing up at an office and you can do audio video messages or text messages with a licensed therapist that you get, um, that you get paired up with. And and I've learned so much about myself about, um, that I was, I, I tend to silo emotions so that I can just keep showing up, showing up, showing up for everybody else. And so I'm learning to like better process my emotions, better communicate. And all of that is also, I feel like, is, is in the self-care category. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. What, plenty of people have mentioned therapy and counseling and stuff on here, and I have done it myself, a huge proponent of it. There's like no shame at all
1: yeah, in any of I, that space. I didn't know much about it um, until I saw – Um, a mentor of mine, she was talking about it. And I was like, that exists. I didn't even know that kind of thing existed. And so um, seeing her almost gave me I felt like at the time, I needed almost that push or almost permission to like, this is something this is self care. This is something you need to work with. Yeah. Um, And it's it's been such a good fit for me. So I love it.
0: Yeah. So good. So good. Well, um, we love to ask this question at the end of every podcast um, because I just feel like it's so good to get back to where we started from, Mm -hmm. back to the basics of um, being that new mom that didn't know what in the world she was doing or what she got herself into. Uh, So if you were sitting across from another mom having coffee and she was asking you for advice, what advice would you give her?
1: Undoubtedly, I would say accept help. Um, And that's, we talked a little bit about it earlier, and I wasn't good at accepting help. And I really got my eyes opened one time when it was shortly after McKenna was born. And there was a girl from our church that said, Can I bring you some food? Can I bring, can I treat your family to dinner tonight? And I was like, Oh, no, we're fine. We're fine. Thank you for offering. And she, she showed up at the door with a crock pot anyhow, even though I said no. And she talked me through it and she says, don't you know that you're stealing my joy? I want to help you. And I know that I know what it's like to be a new mom. And, you know, she wasn't being selfish at all when she says you're stealing my joy, but she was reminding me that, um, people like to help each other and she, you know, She knew we were in a situation where, I don't call it a situation, but we were in a season that was a very difficult one. Um, A brand new baby, you're not sleeping much. Um, If you have time to cook, then good for you. But a lot of times that is going to be takeout or frozen meals. And so she kind of, um, you know, showed up at my doorstep and she was like, let me love on you. Love (laughs) that. Let me help. And you have to understand that it's it's two way. It's mm-hmm. two ways. I'm helping you and you know you're you're giving me joy for allowing me to help you.
0: Oh my gosh. I have so many feelings about this. I just love <laughs> I just love those people, you know, and I try to be the I try to be that person to mm-hmm. others as well, but I love those people that come into your life and say like you know, it, it's so great when people say like please tell me what I can do to help you, tell but it's also do, yeah. really great when people are like I'm not going to even ask you. I'm just going to do it. Yep. And yes. so I have those, I've had that in my, in my life before happened to me where someone was like, don't rob me of my blessing. Yes. And I was like, what? And it, it's so true. Like it, it is a two-way thing and it really brings joy and it fills the other person up to watch yes. you be filled up. So um, yes, ask for help all day long. I love it so much. And accept so it. Yes. Accept be it. Be willing to for accept for it. it. Yeah. Yes. Love it. All right, Julie, tell us how people can find you on the internet, your website, Instagram, Facebook, and for both uh, boxes.
1: Yeah. So you'll find me hanging out um, at our, on Instagram and Facebook. It's the handle is just uh, Sparkle Hustle Grow. And the website is SparkleHustleGrow.com. And then for those of you interested in Together Unplugged, um, you can find them also on Facebook and Instagram with the handle together unplugged. We're pretty basic. <laughs> Just and it's together So it's pretty easy to find us. Yes. Um, yeah. And so we'd love for you, any of the um, listeners to join either of the, the boxes. they are wonderful communities and um, provide tons of, tried and true resources, things that we've really vetted ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you could only see our game <laughs> shelf right now, because we I have believe tried it. <laughs> every game <laughs> in the market, it feels like, <laughs> but we'll only send you the best of the best. <laughs>
0: That's right. I love that. That's so good. Well, I loved chatting with you and just hearing a different side of your story, because I know, you know, I know the business aspect and things like that, but I just love hearing other women's um, motherhood stories and kind of behind the scenes of like how everything really
1: feels and what you've gone through. So I really appreciate you sharing all that with us today. Absolutely. This has been fun. It's it's such a different conversation that I'm used to having on a lot of business podcasts. It was really refreshing and I appreciate the invitation.